Welcome to the Bethesda Christian Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit yourbcc.org or download our mobile app from the App Store. I know Jim and Mary like that last video the best. And I know there's no real secrets probably, but I did tell them, don't talk to your parents till they see the video, but I'm sure they uh, are, you didn't know? Well, good. I hope we could bring a surprise to you. Nathan, I, first of all, on our website, go to yourbcc.org, and when the page opens up, it'll talk about mission videos. You can see every one of our mission videos that we've been able to do so far, which we've done 12 out of our 13 so far. You've seen just little snippets. I would just encourage you, go in and listen to what these people have to say about what's going on with all the challenges that they've been faced in this year alone. Uh, The gospel is moving. The gospel's moving in Japan. I think that's exciting to hear. We haven't had an influence that we've supported in the Far East in a long time. Uh, And... uh, They're there, and Nathan and Jeanette have, well, Nathan's been there 14 years, and you can hear all about that. He'll even talk to some of you that probably did some work with him when he was in the nursery and all that other stuff. So go to the, go to the site, see him. I don't think any one of our videos is any more than 15. I think one might have creeped up to 17 minutes. We tried to keep them somewhat concise, so you'll take the time to listen to them. There are quite a few. You don't have to do them all at once, but we did not do one, and that is Uganda with Che and Dr. Chris Palakis and his wife Jane that have been there about 35 years-ish or so, and uh, the last that I have heard is Dr. Chris is in the hospital, and he's had some issues with his heart and hypertension and different things like that. So let's continue to pray for him. But let me bring you an update about Che that we just heard from their newsletter. I just heard this past week. Listen to this. This is just one sentence out of their newsletter about what Che, community, health, empowerment is all about. They're taking health things into these communities of people still living in huts and and whatever else. We are excited to share that of the 2.56 million people that our CHE programs impacts, we have not had a single death due to COVID-19. Praise the Lord. I think that is just such a great thing. And that's what Dr. Chris and Jay, they're not the only Che people. There are others, but they are important Che people and what they're doing. So please remember the Placuses and when we could get a video with them, we will. But right now it just couldn't be done. So I hope you've enjoyed the little snippets. I hope that you go look at it all of these different missionaries and I I had such a great time being able to talk with all of them and uh, as you saw today the um, Bob Reed from Basket of Hope, the Sodics of OSI and the Cortezes down in Ecuador with CTEN and you know and then of course Nathan and Jeanette who are new coming on with us and I'm so excited to see our international influence also 
And God is using them different ways, different ways that they can go in to the communities that they're serving in, along with all of our local missions that you've already seen, and doing it in the way that God's gifted them to help out. Some, as you know, are, we go in and when we go in to help, and I'm thinking of OSI in particular because I've had a chance to do that one. We go in and we do medical, dental, some of the other things like uh, CTEN or uh, the Cortezes and, and others. VBS, they go out and they do these different things. They, they dig for wells. Uh, the Cortez is what they were talking about is they bought a trencher. Anybody that's been on the trip to Ecuador, and we've got some here, they know how hard they've been working. They were digging trenches. I think they were about four feet deep, and they're digging, and they're wide enough to stand in, and they're going for miles across the hills and mountains and, and different things. They've now got a trencher that they have a a, a mechanical trencher to help do a lot of that. And they're going to do it so much faster. And it's going to save the uh, village people from having to get too close and because they've got COVID issues too. So praise Lord, all these great things are going on and, and they do a lot of education, a lot of ministers, conferences, and they're doing it in just ways that they can touch people. COVID has changed things so drastically. And the one thing that I heard from all of the, the uh, international missionaries is that it has caused them to have to rely more on the, the people that live there, the indigenous people of the area. And they said, that's been a win for us. That's a great thing because they're going to continue to do their ministry, but when they're not there, the ministry's got to continue on and it's the people in the region that are carrying on the mission. And that's such a great thing. And that's where we just got to say kudos to all those that are in this area of doing missions. Uh, They all need our help. They all need our support. Maybe the best way that you can do it, we're talking about action today and we're going to be using that term action. uh, But maybe the best way that you could get into action right now is just by supporting them. And we need your help. We support our missionaries by what our congregation contributes. And you have been faithful. You have been good. We have never in the 10 year that I've been able to be in this position, we have not had to pull back any of our funds. Matter of fact, in multiple years, we've been able to give additional funds. Praise the Lord. Thank you all for that. Absolutely. So I'm just asking, and we've been asking you over the last few weeks to pray about what your commitment can be. We've got the, uh, the faith promise slips. They're on the welcome desk. They're on the, the boxes. I would just ask that you take that today Take that, please fill that out, get that back to us so we can tell our missions before we end this year, we have to make a commitment to them for 2021. And so what commitment you'll make on that form is for 2021. And uh, so we need you to do that. It's going to be online. You could go to our website again, and there's a form. You could do it right online there, or you could do it in person. You could drop it in the boxes. You could get it back, mail it back to us, whatever. We need you to help support those that are out there doing such an absolutely fantastic job of sharing the gospel. Amen? I hope you believe in the missions that happen and that are going on, and we are just touching a fraction of missions that are out there doing the work, but all of our missionaries are fantastic people. They love the Lord, and they want to share Jesus Christ everywhere they go, so let's help them be able to do that. But today, we've been in this title of recenter for this month. 
recentering and we've been asking how we are doing in our own personal growth and our own personal sharing of Christ and, and as you remember we, we kicked off the month talking about getting recentered when we could get sidetracked or we get off you on a on a mapping system on our in, in our in our world today you can hit a recenter button it pulls you right back to where you're at in the direction that you need to go and so do you need to hit the recenter button has been the question and we've been talking and pastor pat did a great job last week and in recentering us and i'm going to talk about that in just a minute but we all need to be missionaries in our own ways Missions Month is not about what other people are doing. It includes that, but that's not all we're talking about. It's us too. Judea, or Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and and then outside, right? To the uttermost parts of the earth, as it says in Acts. So for us, what is that? That's our, our neighborhoods. Oh, can that be hard? Is it hard being a witness, a missionary in your own neighborhood? Yeah, it can be really hard because those are the people that you live next door to. Those are the people that live around us. And, but it's not just our neighborhoods, it's our cities, our state, and more, and, and our home. Sometimes that's even hard to be a missionary if you're a missionary in your own home. And I know some are having to live that way. I've taught enough of our, our catechism and rooted classes to know that people have put barriers up because of their walk with Christ and their families are not happy about that. In our work, in your travel, I don't know how many of you are getting to travel. I know that's not a a high priority for business right now, but it's going to come back. I believe it will come back, but how is our witness going? It's changed so much. When's the last time you walked into a gas station? For me, I couldn't tell you the last time I walked into a gas station or a bank. Couldn't tell you the last time I walked into a bank. When's the last time you walked into a grocery store? Some of you probably just did it yesterday, or, but I bet there's others here that says, I haven't walked into the grocery store since March because I've been using shipped, or I've been using this, or I just pull up and they bring it out to me. And your favorite restaurant may still not be open. I, you know, I don't know, I'm just throwing out some ideas, but it's changed, hasn't it? The places where we used to go and have interaction with people have been kind of pulled away. And, they're f- and it's a fight throughout our country right now. And as a society, it's changed. And I'm just to a point, it's like, we've been made to be around other people. We've been made to be with people. I love being out there in the front on Sunday morning saying hello to everybody and saying hi as, as you're coming in. Um, And if I'm not there when you're there, it's because we're in here getting ready because it's a few minutes before start time, but we try to say hi to everybody and it's great. And so for this morning, it's a challenge for us. The last time I was up here, I talked about asking the Lord for a boldness. And I was walking by and I overheard a discussion with somebody saying, I've asked for boldness. I still don't feel like I have it. Well, you know what? Our God, his timing is right. If you don't have it, keep asking for it. Keep going before him. And I bet you have more boldness than you think you have. I can't speak from any other generation than the generation that I'm living in right now and the time that I am and the generation I'm a part of. And all I could say for you, 
for me, for all of us here, all we can do is be responsible for such a time as this. This is when we have to be responsible for. This is when our Lord has placed you, he has you here for this time, in this place, for some reason that he has for you. And if you don't know what that is, seek him, ask him, search him out so that he could put that purpose so deep inside of you that you could say, I'm here now for a very particular time, place, reason, purpose, all of those things. Do you believe that? Do you believe in you and your life and the way that you're carrying on that there's a time and it's this time. It's a such a time as this. We read in so many places of scripture that it wasn't easy for those that have gone on before us. But they showed through their actions how they loved their God. Noah, Abraham, Joseph, Samuel, Elisha, Elijah, Esther, Deborah, Gideon, Daniel, Ruth, the judges, not the judges, the major, the minor prophets, Mary, Martha, the disciples, the apostles, Paul, Lazarus, Onesimus. We could take all these stories, we could look, and was it easy for any of them to do what they did in the time that they were living? No, they struggled. They went through things and God asked them to do some pretty crazy things. Well, I'm gonna ask you to do something pretty crazy too. Open up your Bible if you have them with you. Or you can look at the screens and we're gonna look and I'm gonna give you a minute if you carry a paper Bible. God bless you, I love it. Take time, open it up and turn to 1 John 3. 1 John 3 16 through 20, and I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. I spoke a word a couple of weeks ago on a, on a Thursday morning at the service, and it was said, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me. See if there's any anxiousness or any evil, depending on the translation, you look, that's inside of me. I'm praying that prayer right now. Search me, oh God, because there's some anxiety in me. And and the anxiety that I have is because I get my eyes off of what I'm supposed to do and I get myself on what I'm thinking I'm supposed to do. And it's like, oh no, we got to get back to this. And I, I am certain that I'm supposed to be here right now and I'm certain that there's something that you're supposed to hear right now. So God, in this time, in this place, Lord God, in the few remaining minutes that we have, Lord, speak to the hearts of your people. Speak to the hearts of your people, not through just the words that they hear from my mouth, but Lord, through your word that we're gonna look at right now and let it go deep into our hearts. Let us be challenged, Lord God, through your word in Jesus' name. 1 John 3, 16 through 20. NLT translation. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we ought to give up our lives for our brothers and our sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees his brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? 
Dwell on that this week. Dwell on that this week. Verse 18. Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show by our truth and by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth so that we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything. Here's a point that I want to make to you today that's going to come up on the screen and I don't know if this will be worthy of you writing it down, but I hope it will. What our lips proclaim your life must support. There's got to be action behind it. What your lips proclaim, your life should support. Pastor Pat, I think, was quite clear about that last week, too. Talk is cheap. We can say it, but are we living it? I've been called out on this before. I've struggled with this before. I've been humiliated in this before. I had a brother that called me out on it and I was, I was gonna make my point and then all of a sudden he made his point and then I went, ah. Oh. And I began to realize my talk is really cheap right now. I'm talking like a big shot. I'm talking like this and, and my brother cut me down and God bless him. I'm not telling you which one. I got five of them, you can take a guess. But I say, God bless him for bringing me back to my talk was cheap and I was trying to be more than what I was. I was humiliated in it. But through that brought humility to my heart. And for me, I have to say at that point, thank you God for grace. Thank you God for your grace. Listen to Matthew 15, Matthew 15, 8 through 9. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain, and their te teaching are merely human rules. That's out of the NIV. I don't want to be a person that tries to honor the Lord with my lips but my heart is not in the right place. My action is not in the right place. Hey, it's easy to do it here on Sunday morning, isn't it? It's easy to stand here to sing these songs. Thank you, worship team. That was a beautiful, I think a beautiful worship service this morning. And it's easy to stand here and sing and lift my hands and praise the Lord in the way that I was able to. I hope in the way that you were able to. But Monday comes, right? And Tuesday shows up. And Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all these things, they just keep rolling and rolling. And, and all of a sudden I begin to realize, is my talk cheap? Are my words saying one thing, but my actions are saying something else? Colossians 3, verse 23. This out of the New Living Translation too. I just like the way that it was worded. And it says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than people. I, I don't know how many times I've quoted that in just the last couple weeks to myself, to others. 
others, as they were saying it to me, it's like, who am I doing this for? Why am I doing all this? Why do I show up here every week? Why do I do all of these things? They're going to put a little bit of a slideshow. There's just some shots here of what we can do. And, and, and today's about serving, serving and action. Serving is action. Go ahead, Matthew. Let's let this run. And I just want you to take a look at this and I'm going to let it run through real quick. Uh, we just took some different things. What are these things that we can do? Ways that we could serve, ways we could reach out and we could touch other people. And, and just being kind and being generous with who we are. Not everybody's going to be able to, to serve in the military. Oh, we got some complications. It'll come back. But as you see it, you could serve other people in different ways, different things that can happen. And, and we have to take the attitude of what I think this, this scripture in 1 John was saying is, let's not merely say that we love each other. I think of that thing where they ask Jesus, Jesus, who is my neighbor? Who, who are these people? And it's, it's those people that are around us, those people that we have encounters with. And I understand that in this day and age and in this time, it's hard to have some of these encounters happening because we're distancing and we're, we're staying away from some things. But see, we need to be empowered by the Lord and he will sustain our effort. I think about Pastor Pat said last week, and I'm certain it was last week, he talked about Paul and Silas. They were out just sharing the love of Christ. The people got upset with them and they took them and they beat them and then they stuck them in a prison and they chained them in the middle of the prison, right? Well, you, you heard the story last week and we've heard the story before. Paul and Silas, what did they do? They continued to call out to their God. They continued to praise and worship the Lord through it even when they were told to stop it, knock it off, quit doing it. But they couldn't stop what was so deep down inside of them from getting out. Just like so many of these people that are, that are doing different things and there's so many different ways to serve. And some of these slides are gonna see some of the things that happen around here in the building. We need help with certain things around here. And we can use that servant. We can use your action in those areas. Some of these things take us outside of the church and outside of these walls. And that is critically important for us to be doing it outside of these walls too. Some of them you'll see will be mission trips. There we are, digging trenches, some of our people. But serving and helping and loving and caring, that's what he's called us to do is to be servants. And servants mean action. Here's something you might want to write down too. I don't know. Our priorities reflect what we worship. Our priorities will reflect what we worship. So what are our priorities? What are my priorities? What are your priorities? Do they need to be recentered? Recentered on the one that we serve. Oh God, help us in that. Continue to move in that. We have valet, we have security, we have people that greet, ushers, greeters, all those different things. Now they're not operating in the same format as they used to. We've got a tech team that can always use help. We've got children's departments around here. We've got Sunday school departments. We've got other things. And if you have 
anything inside of you that's saying, I got to do a little bit more. Or we've got things that can be done. We've got mission trips that you could go on. That's different things that are going on there. I just love looking at this. I love looking at people that will go out and serve and take care and share. We have all these departments that can use help. They can use prayer. They can use your support, every one of them. Let's go on to our next scripture because I want to wrap this up with you this morning. Our priorities, I think this is a big priority. I Search me, oh God, and know my heart. I get a little bit bugged sometimes when I hear about, oh, the teaching there at Bethesda, it's not very deep. I'm not very deep. But I notice when I get into God's word, oh boy, can it take me deeper than I could ever take you myself. And I hope you understand that what we're doing up here, we're doing everything we can to train and teach and to, to do these type of things that will spur you on so that you can continue to go deeper. I hope all your Bible training doesn't happen at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. If you are, you are so shallow. We're going to do what we can do. Pastor Pat challenges me with his knowledge of the word a lot. And I hope all of us as a pastoral staff, Pastor Julie and Rob and Noah and myself can continue to do that But as I was looking at this, I thought, oh, deep. Here's deep. Let's go there. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. This is where it talks about apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. They're gifts to the church. But we're going to pick up in the middle of verse 12. And it says this, that they're to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in the faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind and new teaching. We will not be influenced when we try or when people try to trick us with the lies uh, so clever that they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. And now listen to this. And each part does its own special work, and it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and what? Full of love. Folks, I'm telling you, that's deep. I hope you'll take that. I hope you'll take that Ephesians 4 and I hope you'll look at that this week. I hope you let that stir in you and say, what is my part, Lord God? Every one of us have a part. Every one of us are here for such a time as this and have gifts to give back into this body. And when this body does what it's doing, then this body goes out. When we walk outside those doors, then we begin to share with that part of the body that needs to hear the gospel. 
I'm hearing it all the time. There are so many people that are fearful. They're scared. They're terrified of what's going on in our current structure. I would be a liar if I told you I don't get caught up in it at times. When I listen to too many voices, when I listen to too many talking heads on the, on the network stations or on the radio or whatever else, and, and, and we've got it coming in so many diref- different directions that what it's really doing is it's beginning, I think, to pull our focus from the one that we need to focus on, the one that can make all of this unity, especially here in the church. If nowhere else, shouldn't we be in unity more than anywhere else within the body? And then the body takes it into the world and then we can help share that love and unity and all with those that are around us. Serving is love and action. Will you stand with me this morning? Will you stand with me this morning as I pray? I'm going to ask that If you want me to pray for you, that's great. If you want to pray while I'm praying for yourself, do that. But I want us to pray this morning because I think we've got something to pray about. Will you bow your heads? Lord, as we take this time now to pray for just a few moments. Lord, I thank you for everyone that is still online. And, and Lord, maybe they're not standing like we are here in the house, but even in their homes, Lord God, even in these locations, hospital rooms, uh, facilities that they may be in, Lord God, I'm asking that your spirit would go now and empower them and equip them in the place that they are. And in this house here, Lord God, we thank you for this opportunity. And Lord, I don't want it to just be lip service, Lord God. I don't want to have a life that is just what I tell people and how I live for Jesus. But Lord, I want my heart to be seen. I want my heart to be experienced. I want to experience it in my heart too, not just lip service, that that cheap talk, but Lord, that we live it. As your word challenges us, Lord God, to, to not just be hearers of your word, but also, Lord, to be doers of your word. Pour your spirit into us this morning. Pour your spirit, pour your love into us that, Lord God, we walk in a world that doesn't know you, that doesn't maybe even acknowledge you as Lord. But Lord, what we've been given, the gift that we've been given is to say we know better than that, that there is gonna be a day, there is gonna be a time where we have to answer for our actions. And Lord, help us care about those that maybe and and if they're not confessing Christ, are going to die without Jesus. And help us to have a burden and a passion for that. And Lord, continue to let that boldness burn in us. Help my vision, Lord God. Help my heart to see the world that you've put us in to work at a time that you've called us to. To care and to love and to share your good news. Convict us. Help us. Help us to touch a people in this world. Many people in this world that are just fearful in this time. 
Equip us, O Lord. Help us to serve outside of these walls. Help us to take what we sang about today, what we love and our loving attitude towards you today and take that into this world that needs it desperately. I ask it now in Jesus' mighty and precious name. Amen. Let's be people of action, not just talk.